welcome to the Movication Podcast. I'm your host, Joe. I'm Cole. I'm Brady. That's Trying pretty birthday. over there. <laughs> no, I'm coughing. How's it going, boys? It's been not that long since we recorded the last episode. We're actually on a constant, consistent schedule for once. So far, yeah. For now. Yeah. For now. That, until, can't wait to see how I screw that up. Yes, until a certain someone in our group decides... I'm too busy. In my defense. to exist. <laughs> or the mouse finally gets him. That mouse can have me. I don't care at this point. <laughs> Take, me. Take me alive. I pledge allegiance to the duck. All right. What, move, what movie are we talking about today, boys? Man, just jumping right to it, huh? Who's playing what? Oh, shit. Sorry, my bad. I was like, what is that noise? Hang on. It's my TV. Was a peacock Damn just it, randomly Joe. playing something? <laughs> so sorry, sorry, sorry. Joe, this is a classy podcast. I mean, it's not, but... Classy and assy. Emphasis on assy. That's my bad, guys. My, my receiver turned off, so my TV was like, what do I do? And then it went to, like, the antenna channels, and it was playing a movie. They went to El Toro Mundo. I know. I, I honestly, I thought it was Brady. I thought he turned something on in the background. I thought it was Brady too, because he he came on and then he gave us a signal to go, and it started right at the same time. So I was like, okay, whatever. But yeah, so uh, we got a couple of things to talk about today. Well, primarily, we'll be talking well, about. No, we really only have one thing because someone who gave us an assignment didn't do said assignment. I didn't give anybody the assignment. Well, technically, hey, well, I watched it. I watched other movies, so I can I can talk. I did about too. It. We can talk about other stuff, but our primary focus today will be Muppets Haunted Mansion. Will be the sequel to 2018's Halloween, which will be Halloween Kills. You say that, but it's probably going to be mostly Halloween, just all over the place, especially with. Yeah, we're going to talk. We're, we're going to talk about both Halloween and Halloween Kills, and. I'm sure Brady's gonna tie everything to other parts of the other, the other movies in the franchise because I noticed Brady, a few things. Brady's you know, gonna Brady's gonna connect Halloween to the MCU. Let's be he's real. gonna give us a masterclass on on Halloween, basically. He's gonna he's gonna explain how it's connected to the MCU, to Rick and Morty, to the Disney. So, before we do start off, uh, if you remember last week, I gave my definitive ranking. Of the the franchise, mm-hmm. yeah, redid that after watching. Oh, Kids. oh shit! Do you want to? I, I uh-huh. no, I'll wait till we get later on. But I watched. I'll go ahead and say I watched Kills twice before I did this ranking. Uh huh. So it's barely been out a day, sir. T- to be honest with you, I wa- okay. So I went to the theater. My showing was eight thirty last night. First of all, can we have a discussion here real quick about the fact that we sat through a pandemic where we couldn't go to a movie theater and then we got all excited that we could go to a movie theater so what are you supposed to do in the movie theater shut up yeah so to people that go to movie theaters shut up i had i literally i literally two minutes into the movie i got up and moved i was so i sat next to i hold on hold on hold on I sat next to this th- these two people, and they commented. It seems like you said you had the Kingman Kingsman trailer 
during yeah. years. Mine was all horror, so I got like the new Resident Evil trailer. Mine was I got like the new Scream horror. trailer. Yeah, mine was uh, mostly horror. One Night in Soho or whatever. I but did anyway, get that. Literally, literally every trailer, this guy and his wife next to me were like, yeah, that looks good. And then like Scream came up and was like, I told you they're going to make another one. And then like Resident Evil came up and they're like, see, see, I told you another one. They, they're doing it again. They're doing it again. And I'm like, all right, first of all, it's the trailers. I'll, I'll let it pass. Just oh, I don't let, let it pass through the trailers. And then I'm literally. Start, you shut your fucking mouth. I don't care who you are. I'll, <laughs> throw, I'll throw you out myself. Sometimes the trailers are better like, than the movie. And then literally like two minutes into the Halloween kills, like you guys know the opening scene is cameron walking and finding officer hawkins they're like oh look he's back in this out in this one and i'm like shut shut up up. (laughs) just shut up so i just got up and walked out or walked like a few seats down and there was even parts during the movie and i'm like four or five seats down and i can still hear them does your theater have any like type of rules for etiquette like uh no and if you go out there and say anything to all theaters you, have almost well, like the one I, I frequently go to here in in, in my town, uh, Alamo Draft House, they have pretty strict uh, movie etiquette rules. And uh, if you have a problem with a with a loud you know member of the audience or a table or anything, you can they give you these little order cards that you you know you write on your order, you fold and you put it up and the, the staff will come to you to take your order. But if you have a complaint, you will also put it on this order card. And usually they give them only one warning or they just tell them to take off, like to get out. And it's funny you had a you had a problem with with a couple during this movie, because when I saw 2018 Halloween, I had a problem with a couple and I was close to getting them thrown out because they were drunk. And you know, I was distracted by the movie enough to where I was just trying to let it go by because I don't want to be that guy, but like they're probably the closest people I've had to want to be thrown out because they were just they were getting loud, of course. But they would get loud when the movie would get loud, so you wouldn't like it kind of blended in. But I was like, I started focusing on these people. I'm like, God dang it, like stop. But I was like, you well, know like, what? I'm sure the movie was like by the time I was like, you know what, the movie's almost over. Just don't worry about it. Like, but I'm I'm saying like every time I go, like I want to get someone thrown out because we, <laughs> we 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 pay good money. To go to these movies you know we spend quite a bit of money to go oh, to movies exactly and especially now after a pandemic like you know we're we're trying to get back out we want to enjoy ourselves and then you have people doing stupid shit like that like i felt for you brady when you when you said you know you're having the issues and we told us about this in, in the group chat and i was like oh, dang man so well, the other like the thing about amc is they'll literally like you can go out there and you can say something to someone but they'll literally come in walk to the end of like the entrance look up and then That's all they do. They so don't care. Does your mm. AMC not have reserved seating, Brady? It does. Okay. Does yours not? Yeah, mine does. That's why I was wondering. You said you moved, so. Well, here's the weird part. So, when they first walked in, I kind of assumed they were going to be an issue anyway. Just how that looks. They had that look, but there was also the part or there was literally this part where I didn't tell you guys this is the group chat. Uh, because you know AMC, you can order food on the app or you can order food at the counter mm-hmm. and yeah. all that. And 
the dude wanted to order food at the counter and she obviously wanted to come sit down in her seat already and like he walks in because i guess he was trying to text her to get her order and like he you know does that universal like hold up your phone thing like this to be like you know check your phone and she literally starts screaming i don't have my phone it's in the car and he's like what and they like literally there's still there's people in the theater at this point this the pre-show is still going on previews haven't even started but i knew when that happened i was like yep these people are gonna be a problem oh because she screamed it like three or four times some people man and also and then and then they proceed to sit down and just order on the app you know what that's that's what i kind of like about about draft house and this may kind of this may come across as a bit more snobby or stuff like that, but I feel like the people who frequent the draft house are a bit more movie, you know, more avid about going to movies. And like I said, that that one couple was probably the only time I've ever had like a real problem with somebody being there. But like I think because of because draft house doesn't really have all the same movies that come out, like you know, your I guess the your mainstream movies that are being released right away they show like older movies or some like classics or stuff like that. Um, I feel like it's a different audience of, of moviegoers that go there. So we don't have as many problems because I'm I pretty feel sure like that way about like Thursday night previews though. It's like, if you're going to a Thursday night preview, that means you're excited for this movie. Yeah. yeah. So shut your damn mouth and watch the movie or Cole's going to kick your ass. Okay, cool. <laughs> Whatever you say, Cole. Joel, which old Paddington Bear ass background? Dude, this background is legit. <laughs> it's, actually, it's actually pretty good. I like, so I like great. the background. I like, like I said, oh, that's from a Twitter account. That's from a Twitter account, and yeah. it's literally the whole point of the Twitter account is he's like, I'm gonna put Paddington Bear in a horror movie until I forget. And he's on like day 222 right now. This. <laughs> so he hasn't forgotten. I wish but. this was the movie we got. Coming soon to a theater near you, Paddington Kills, again. All right, so what do we want to start? Because uh, uh, this morning I watched the 2018 Halloween to refresh, and I have notes on that. Uh, but I made a joke halfway through my notes, and I couldn't take any more notes because I kept laughing about it. So I don't, what, you can start anywhere you want, boy. Okay, so we'll start on 2018 Halloween. Like I said, I watched that this morning. And uh, I was trying to, I was making notes. I can kind of remember like what goes on in each scene. And so I was like, okay, opening sequence, you know, we have the, the podcasters showing up to the hospital, you know, talking to Michael, they, they show him the mask, you know, and then the opening credits kick in. Then, you know, fast forward, they go, they go see Lori and they have their conversation with Lori and how, you know, how Michael being uh, in, in I guess jail I guess essentially for forty years how it's affected her and everything. Then we He's get in the, the sanitarium. In- sanitarium, yeah. Then we get the intro of the family and we you know because they talk they talk about her losing custody of her daughter. So then of course naturally they introduce the the daughter and the granddaughter. And further along you know we hear up over here Loomis's tape, and I hear I I say how Allison's kind of a bitch to. To the mom, to to Lori and to Allison, I'm sorry, that to the daughter. Then the killing starts, and so I was like, okay. Allison is the daughter. What's the what's well, the uh, granddaughter's name? 
The granddaughter's Allison. The mom's Karen. 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 Yeah. How fitting that she's the bitch and her name is Karen. Shut the fuck no? up. <laughs> anyway, so I got to my next notes. So the bus crashed, and I was like, "All right, that boy Michael was out. He gonna fix the start. He's gonna start killing." I was like, "Michael killed a kid." And I was like, "Okay, first kill down." Then Michael finds the English people, the podcasters. He kills them. So I was like, "All right, all right." He goes on his rampage. I was like, "That boy is killing people. He's out here." Fast forward to when. Uh, Allison uh, leaves the dance because she saw Cameron kissing another girl. So her and Oscar are walking, walking away. Like they're, they're walking back home, whatever. Right. And Oscar tries to make a move. And of course he, it falls flat and he's trying. And so he's trying to get back on his feet and take off. He runs into Michael. So they have their altercation. Michael kills Oscar on my notes. I wrote, Oscar got mired. As in an Oscar Meyer wiener. And I kept laughing at it. The rest of the movie. I just kept snickering. I was like. <laughs> yeah, so when I edit this. I edit this. You're going to hear. And crickets. Please. Please. Because I just. I was like, man. How did no one make that joke back then? Quality content right there, boys. Off topic, but still on topic. Uh, David Gordon Green did an interview um, and said there's going to be a Halloween Kills extended version with a different ending for Blu-ray. Oh. Mm. Mm. I'm okay with that. On. I can't wait to hear how, you, how y'all felt about the ending. Though. Okay. But honestly, okay, so to get more serious on Halloween, I said it was a refresher for me. It's a good movie. It's like, I, I forget how good it was because I've only seen it in theaters and I haven't watched it since then. I remember liking it a lot when I saw it in theaters. I think I think what was kind of killing the vibe for me was that couple, but watching it, you know, without being interrupted on them, it was pretty damn good. Like, I was like, man, you know, it has a good, there's a good flow to it, the good tempo. Uh, like, the so transition from each idea of everything happening, like the introduction of people and whatnot, all this, this rolls pretty smoothly and the killing just, Good kills, you know. Good kills all around, and I was like, "Man, this is a good movie." And it's because, like, you know, I don't like I don't stray too much of what, like, I don't go out of my way to watch the old Halloween movies. Like, I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'll watch the first one," but I won't really watch the other the other ones. I think for some reason I've seen Halloween three a lot. For some reason, or another. I think I, I think I would just always catch it like on AMC or whatever. But the 2018 Halloween's, I I really like that movie. Like, it's. I need to put that more in my rotation when it comes to, to like the hollow like horror movies that I want, that I want to watch. Yeah, I mean, three's kind of become popular lately, just like a, a resurgence, really, mm-hmm. um, since the Blu-ray box set thing came out. But I'm with you. I need. I was watching 2018 uh, Wednesday night, and like. Yeah, man, I was just like, man, I haven't seen this one as much as I thought I did. Like, it blew me away. Like, I was like, this is really good. Like, really good. <laughs> and that was one that I saw in theaters three times. And you just couldn't remember, like, if you, if you really enjoyed it or not? I guess when I brought it home, I was just like, 
I watched it like once when I first got it and brought it home. But you see, I, I feel like that's that's a that's a habit I have too. Like when I when I buy movies, like I'll I'll buy and never I buy a movie and I'll watch it once and then never again. Or I strictly bought it probably because to add to the collection, you know. Yeah, that's and what like, you know, I used to I used to collect movies more so, but now not not too much. And that's I think what happened just, when I when I bought Birds of Prey. I watched it once. And now every time I look at my look at my shelf, I'm like, why the fuck did I buy Birds of Prey? I think it's just more so because you know every time I want to watch something, I'm like, oh hey, it's streaming somewhere, but it's you know, it's, exactly. no, it's right that's there. Why that's why I don't buy like Blu-rays anymore because most of the stuff I want to watch, it's streaming somewhere. But then again, like for me, like quality is is another thing too. So like of course, the, the quality on a disc might be better than what they are streaming. So that's another thing for me. Yeah. Well, also. You said you watched it through FX, right? Yeah. Was, was it like, censored? Mm, you know what? It, I think it was a little bit. I don't recall there being a lot of cussing anyway. I don't think there was originally anyway. But no, yeah. I don't think so. But there was, like, they didn't cut the gore out or anything. Like, the kills are, they showed all the kills and everything, no problem. So I think it was Would just. It like, is like. The one kill that they should have, like, possibly censored really well was when he straight up just stabs the woman in the throat. Like, it literally, like, from behind, so the knife, like, went like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if they censored that, then, yeah, it's censored. But if not, no, it's not censored. I don't think think they did. I'm pretty sure they did. I feel like Basher had in. He loved to bash heads in. in He really did. He really did. Every chance he got. Yeah, man. Um, No, what would you think of 2018, Cole? So I haven't seen it since it was in theaters, but when I saw it, so the night before I went and saw it, I watched the original Halloween for the first time. That was okay. Not bad. I, I, you know, it was fine. I much preferred the 2018 version, but yeah, from what I remember, I thought it was a solid movie. Don't shake your head at me. I thought it was a solid movie, you know. Don't come here with that. He's just going to shake his head. He's just, all right, Cole. All right, Bill Brady. What do you, what do you want to say? What do you want to say, Brady? Speak. Without the 78, there wouldn't be the 2018. I didn't say it was bad. I just <laughs> I just said, shut up. <laughs> I, I, just, I just said it was okay. It was fine. <laughs> I, like it be- I like it better than the first Friday the 13th. Is that what you want to hear? I mean, any Halloween's better than the first Friday the 13th. Even H2O, probably. Or yeah. H20. Whatever the... F- H2O. H2O, okay. There's there's no water in that movie, and that makes me upset. <laughs> well, mm, 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 there is. There is. <laughs> not enough well, water. There, well, yeah, mostly alcohol, really. But <laughs> not enough water. <sighs> all right, all right, Brady. What do you want to... You have... Uh, no, I... You... I want to hear what you guys have to say about... I mean, all week I've pretty much been watching the Halloween franchise. Yeah, you have. It never gets old for me. So, but Cole, uh, Cole, yeah, do, you I mean, you, do you want to start with it, Cole? Let's let's let's. Yeah, hear you Cole. guys can start. I want to hear what you guys have to say, and then I will round out okay. the discussion. So, I re- I really liked this movie. It was um, you know, it was pretty. It was about what I expected. It was you know, more of the same in terms of Halloween, but. I felt the kill from what I remember in 2018. I feel like the kills here were much more brutal. 
like um for example the the one dude get uh big john little john whoever it was just getting stabbed in through the fucking armpit jesus christ like that some of that that stuff, was big john big john yeah oh also we shouldn't have to say this but we will spoilers they're watching yeah yeah since we're technically recording an episode not even 24 hours of the movie's been this out. is the earliest we've done this i was just thinking about this earlier this is the yeah earliest. like i just finished watching the movie like 10 minutes before i hopped on here so like you know but um we're quick on it today the the dude who was like dressed as a doctor getting stabbed through the eye uh and then big john getting his eyes like fucking ripped out gee like that stuff was great. I loved all of that. I like moi, chef's kiss. Um, Laurie, did she even need to be here? She didn't do shit. I get, I get it. You know, she's in the hospital. That's fine. But I was expecting her to leave the hospital at some point. But she doesn't really. Mm. Um, the ending. I should have seen coming. I kind of didn't, but at the same time, I was like, "Oh, well." I like I knew someone was gonna die. I just didn't think it would be the mom, but I I was like, "Okay, that's that's fine." Um. So I guess the next one's literally just gonna be Jamie Lee Curtis versus Michael Myers, which was that was pretty much 2018 from what I remember. Brady, don't do your little hand signs and. I would, I would say 2018. It was, it was like your first fight. You know, like when you fight a boss, yeah. you have your first fight, and yeah, you, you take down like three quarters of their of their health of their health, and it cuts to a cinematic scene. And they yeah, and, they, and then they run off. You're like, they run away. I'll, yeah. I'll get them next time. I'll get you next time. Yeah, that that that's where I think the first Halloween was. So Michael Myers is Skeletor. I'll get you next time, He-Man. Sorry, guys. My cat made a cameo. I want that movie. No, no, He-Man. Shut up. So for me, I think I like the movie, but not as much as the as 2018. I think I like this one more. I need to rewatch. I need to rewatch 2018. I need to see this. Since I, I mean, since I just, I had had the first one fresh in mind, and then watching this one, this one. It's what I expect, kind of expected, but not really. It, it it went a different direction than what I was anticipating, and I was, I was okay with it, but it, it wasn't. I guess it's I it's it's more of a transitioning movie into what they have planned for the last one. So and I feel like that's what that's all it was really was just it was just a transitioning film into what's going to be happening in the third yeah. one, but it kind of like it triggered a few things to have a big a big ending the way I, I would assume the trilogy is going to end out. And I'm um, curious to see, because Jamie Lee Curtis like said in an interview a day or two ago that the that Halloween ends is going to piss people off. Like she said, people are going to walk away from it angry. And I'm just like, okay. So watching this one, I was like, okay. it was. I liked how they started with a with a callback to the, to the first one and giving us, you know, flashbacks to what happened the night of 40 years ago. I was, like, I, was, okay. I was shocked to see Dr. Loomis. I was not expecting to see him. Yeah. I was like, okay. I was like, cool. We get to see all the, you know, we see Loomis. I was like, that was nice. And we see the, you know, just, you know, the background, I guess kind of like different angles, what happened that night and seeing the arrest and 
seeing how Hawkins, you know, played played a role into and everything. Because you know, yeah. it, it, in the 2018 Halloween, they kept kind of talking about how Hawkins was the first well, was the first one on the scene, yeah, and stuff like that. So it was cool to see like you know him, you know, leading up to that leading up to that part. I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. Um, and yeah, like you said, with, with Jamie Lee Curtis, you know, being hurt and then being in the hospital the whole time. It reminded me of the Kingsman sequel when they had Channing Tatum and he got hurt and he was in the hospital for the whole time. And that was, was his like, be- that was his best performance in any movie ever. I was like, I was Tatum like, sucks ass. I was like, okay. I was like, that's that's cool. I guess I'm mean, of course we 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 kept they kept going back to her, but she was, you know, she spent most of the time in the hospital bed and then she, you know, has we start seeing the relationship between her and uh and Frank. Yeah, you know, un- unfold and talk about the old flame they had. Basically, I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. But um, yeah, I, I guess for me, like it, I felt like the 2018 Halloween had like a nice, I guess, vintage feel to it. it. Like it felt like a Halloween movie. This one, of course, you know, it had the Halloween vibe, but I felt like it was kind of, kind of modern, and it didn't feel, it didn't feel as a the same as the 2018 one. It had like a little bit of a little bit of difference to it, but I, I like I said I liked it overall. I liked the nods they had to it, like I said, the, the callbacks with that. Um, the season they, of the witch callback, which I'm so happy yes when they on. when they, when they got to the kills at the park and it has everyone had uh, the witch mask and the skull mask and and the pumpkin mask. I was I was like, hey, that's season of the witch. I know that. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's nice. That's nice of them to do that. Um, but yeah, like you know, the killing and then knocking back to the older characters we get to see. Um, I felt bad for the other inmate that everyone thought was was yeah, Michael. I, see, that's the part of the movie I'm kind of like, I, I get it, but at the same time, I'm like, ah, that we didn't really need that. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop there because I feel like whatever Brady's gonna say, it, that's where I'm gonna build conversation off of, and I have other points. To make, I, but I don't want to get too far into my points. No, I I okay. Well, so like they talk, like they're talking about, like you know, evil. They they kept saying evil dies tonight, evil dies tonight. But I, they, that's you know, what I wanted to bring up. Evil, evil gets mildly inconvenienced. Well, I like, I think I think they were doing. They did exactly the opposite of that. Like everyone's saying evil, evil dies tonight. When I feel like really evil was being born tonight because look how look how chaotic the whole thing, yeah. the whole town turned. You know, I, when I when I was watching the movie, someone in my showing when when everybody was losing their when everybody in the you know the mob was losing their shit, mm-hmm. someone in my showing goes, "Oh, this is what Michael wants," and I'm thinking, "Yeah, this is exactly what he fucking yeah. wants." Well, you know, and whether you know, of course, he hasn't said it because he doesn't talk, but he feeds you know, on the chaos. Yeah, he feeds on the chaos, and that's what keeps him going. And you know, everyone like I said, everyone's stating evil dies tonight. Well, their fear you know of him and then the anger being triggered by one person anthony michael hall you know he wants to Tommy doyle he wants to try to fight him and you know bring an uproar to this to the you know from the whole town you know really they're just they're adding fuel to the fire and making it worse because even though like yes they have the numbers to out you know outweigh him this this man's a serial killer who who clearly has shown he cannot be stopped you're just feeding them. 
I don't know. Give me five minutes alone with him. We'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, you might kill him trying to talk to him. He, he might just yeah. get sick. Of, he might get sick of your shit and just be like, you know what? I can't take this anymore. He takes yeah. off the mask and says, here, you do it. Just like my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> but like I said, I, I guess it's because it's, it's, you know, it's a different angle. I've, you know, with them kind of, I guess, turning into pure chaos of the city. And yes, the, even though the man was a felon, they let an innocent man die. Oh, they let, they let a man die for the wrong reason. Yeah. And like now, okay, well, what do you do now? Because you you killed the wrong guy. People saw it. They're going to be upset. You know, the the towns, the town folk are turning on the police. You know, well, may, may, they may start turning on the police because like, look, you're not getting the job done. You know, what are you doing? We're trying to take it to our own hands. And then, of course, the police might be, well, you fucked up. You let someone die who wasn't him. You need to you need to be accounted for for that. And I just, it's, I I like the angle they're kind of taking with it to brew, to brew to the third one, because I feel like it's just gonna be you know all out chaos in this last one when it comes out. Yeah, and while I kind of like agree with one of your earlier points that this kind of just feels like a bridge to the third one, I feel who the. Fuck? calling me i feel mm. like this Mm-mm-mm. i don't know i feel feel like this it was a nice way to get into the next one so we'll see what happens i think i just want to kind of more i i, I want a more closure but i think it's because i kind of forgot that they're going to make another one and i expect a little bit more i guess there's just more closure on certain things not don't give me you know a transition but you know i get it because you know they're working toward that third one so i was like okay that's fine i guess so but like you know it doesn't really i guess and it doesn't leave you on a cliffhanger either because you know we we just see michael at the end yes he kills he kills out he kills karen whatever but okay he got out cool you know we're just everyone's freaking out you know and laura's giving her speech about everything i was like okay so we'll get into that like it, it was I guess it's a cliffhanger, but it wasn't really one that kind of, you know, kept me hanging. I was like, okay, that's fine. But that's my take on it for now. Brady, with all your, yeah, with all your facial features, get your thumb out your ass and say something. First off, uh, the silver shamrock masks were in Halloween 2018. Real quick. for for, For all 10 people listening, Brady's about to give you a master class on on Halloween, so have your have your journals ready because if you have any questions, this man will probably answer them for you. Ready? Go so ahead. yeah, um, to go, to address you, Cole. The uh, Cole, Cole, to address right. you, Cole. Okay. Uh, the masks were in 2018 for a brief second when he first gets on the street. Uh, okay. He runs into three kids. They show three kids wearing it. I, I thought. Okay. I don't think it's supposed to be like assumed that it's the same three kids that you see in kills, but they're there. And uh, but here's the thing: they show the mask, but you don't see the little like coin that says "Silver Shamrock." This is in Halloween Kills is the first time you, you see, see that coin. coin. So, like, yes, it's three. It's a pumpkin, a witch, and a skeleton, and. Halloween 2018 
but seeing the coin makes it like, oh yeah, for sure, hundred percent silver shamrock exists in this universe. Um, so there's that. Now let's get into some good stuff. Here we go. Golden <laughs> kills. Let's go. Uh, let's start with let's start with Loomis. That was um, new, that was new footage of him, right? Like I'm, I wasn't. No. No, I was wondering if it was. No, really- it was all. It was all old footage. Was of it him? It was uh, a body double, a voice double, in CGI. Okay, I was really? wondering. I couldn't tell. Yes. Like, okay. If you go on IMDb, it okay. has someone. On, I think they're both uncredited, but it has someone playing physical okay. Loomis and voice Loomis. Two different people. Um. Oh damn, that looked pretty spot on because it looked it looked pretty good. Well, here's the thing about let's when I say Loomis, I really mean the whole flashback sequence to the 1978 night of Halloween. Mm-hmm. The feel of that was amazing. Yeah, it felt like an old classic 70s movie. It did. Not even just Halloween, just 70s movie in general. I feel like they really got um, the they got the filtering right on on the. On how I made, made it look like that, yeah. It was good to see like the chaos of that night to see that like it doesn't really change, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um. So apparently, if you watch like the like the final trailer for Halloween Kills, they spoil Loomis in it. I don't remember. Seeing and it, but... I don't know. I haven't seen a lot of trailers actually. For I didn't see a watch. I didn't watch a lot of trailers for Halloween Kills. Yeah, so apparently they, I only watched the first one. I didn't watch any of them after that. I didn't watch TV spots or anything like that. But yeah, yeah, apparently they spoil Loomis in it. So for me, when I heard his voice, I was like, no. And then when they showed him, I was like, oh. Yeah, I heard yeah. it. Like, it was like, really good. Like so really cool. good, really nice surprise. Um, so that gives that gets points for me, that whole 78 flashback and all that. Um, I like how it retro retroactively retcons Halloween two back into the series a little bit, slightly, yeah, slightly, because when they show, fuck, I just watched it today too, and I can't remember right now. I'm pretty sure when they talk about the victims, or when they show Lee Brackett for the first time, and they do a flashback sequence. There's one small clip of him hugging Annie's body, and that's from Halloween too. That didn't happen in the first one at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw so that was nice to throw in there. Talking about that, um, I have issues with Tommy. He's really good. The character's really good. Don't get me wrong, but in the character development of him, it's very good. But there was like really like there was really high points with him and then really low points with him. And for me, one of the lowest points for him was him basically leading the mob in the hospital. Yeah. And then once even Karen said it's not him, and he's like, it's not him. And then once the dude actually like jumps, he's like, Well, how do we know it's not him? Like yeah. really. And like, you know, I feel like they were build they were building him up to be a good leader, you know, for the mob. Like not good per se as a good person, but like, you know, he's he's being a good leader to that mob. If because he's from I, experience. Yeah, but I feel like if if 
if they would have had him try to control the crowd and be a little more common sense, it would have made his like just keep that character character growth going up. Because that he, being said, because him seeing uh, Karen and saying it's not him, he has that moment of questioning himself, but he doesn't he doesn't do anything to to act on it. And I was like, yeah, I was, and he's like, it's not like how can we be sure it's not him? You know, it's not him. You just don't want to. You want to accept that it's. You don't want to accept the fact that it isn't him. You know, it's not him. Yeah, but him not accepting the fact has to do with his trauma. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that being said, I know I talked about it a lot, like how I wished it was Paul Rudd playing the character. After Wait. watching it, I'm kind I'm kind of glad it's not because I don't think Paul Rudd would be able to pull off what Anthony Michael Hall did with the character. Right. Yeah, I don't as much as I like Paul Rudd, I don't I don't see him being That's... as a kind of like in a leader's a leader spot, especially like the way uh, the way he's just goofy, this. you know. Yeah, he's goofy before, in a good way, even when he doesn't yeah. want to be. Yeah. And watching like Anthony's performance in this the whole time, I was thinking so this was supposed to be Paul Rudd, and I'm just thinking, I, I don't know if I would have been able to take it seriously if it was Paul Rudd. I love Paul Rudd. Yeah, same. I just don't feel, and it, also it's the fact it's Paul Rudd. Like I would have been like, oh, also Paul, Paul Rudd. the other the other thing for me too as a Halloween fan is the last time you saw Paul Rudd as that character was Halloween six. And the way he plays it is very shy and recluse. So to go from that to walking around with a bat, trying to like bash the head in Mm -hmm. it wouldn't have. And I know that's not the same plot line or uh, timeline or whatever, but you would still, as a fan, you would have that in the back of your head, and that's all you would compare it to. And it's like, eh, you know what I mean? Right. Even if you didn't want to. Um, so those are my first two points, or three points, really. Uh, they did tone down the references a lot in this one, which I was okay with. I really was. In Halloween 2018, I literally wrote down at least 15 to 20 references that I caught. And in this one, like the one, the biggest ones that I caught were obviously the Silver Shamrock mm-hmm. and the way Big John was killed with his thumbs. Mm-hmm. That was a callback to Halloween 4 because in Halloween 4 was the first time he killed someone with his thumb, except it wasn't in his eyes. It was literally in the dude's forehead like this. Jesus. Like he literally like I I remember that. paramedic and went like, and killed yeah, him. I think I remember that. Not even, what? not even with both either. Just literally one thumb in this dude's forehead, and it just like squished in. <laughs> um, here's a fun fact for you guys. Do you know Bob Odenkirk's in the movie? What? Did you guys pay attention to the credits? Bob, who the fuck no, is I Bob the Odenkirk in this? Bob. <laughs> so, uh, what happened was, is you know. Bob, the guy that wore the ghost costume in the first movie in 1978. The one that like Michael stabs up against the wall and goes like this. Yeah. When he's done. Yeah. They wanted to use an old photo of that actor. They couldn't track him down and get the rights to use it. So David Gordon Green literally Googled search 
Bob Odenkirk 1970, or not even Bob Odenkirk, just Bob 1970s. And Bob Odenkirk's uh, yearbook photo came up. And he's like, <laughs> oh, it's Bob Odenkirk. I can reach out to him and maybe he'll give me the rights. And literally Bob, yeah, okay, sure. So it's literally, you won't, it's in the bar scene where they're talking about like the old murders and they show like Linda Mm -hmm. and then they show like a really geeky dude. That really Uh geeky dude is Bob Odenkirk. Okay. I thought it was funny because I was was looking through the IMDB like cast list last night and it said Bob Odenkirk. I was Bob. I was like, what? I didn't see him. But yeah, it was literally something like that where they have to credit him legally kind of deal. Right. Um, so now let's get to my thoughts. You guys real ready? Quick, real quick before you get into that. Uh, because we talked about, you know, Anthony Michael Hall replacing Paul Rudd. You think Anthony Michael Hall was excited about being in this movie and being potentially killed by Michael Myers? Because he would have been like a teenager when the first one came out. I'm sure he watched it. Was kind of like, oh man, it's it's pretty cool to kind of come around. But like, hey, you know, I remember this movie from my from my teen years, and now I get to be in it and be kind of get to be murdered in it. I, I would have thought that'd been kind of cool for me, like if I was in his shoes. Uh, it's just funny to me, really, because he went from being like you know part of the brat pack, and I feel like in his later years, he's yeah, I was kinda... gonna say he he was ten years old when the movie came out. Okay. But yeah, it, like you said, he I notice him as the guy who's like this in yeah. Breakfast Club, you know? You think about him for, for the Club. audience that can't see me, I'm putting the pin in my mouth like he did. But yeah, that's how I notice him. And to see him like buff and like carrying a bat around and like just ready was, to swing. And you know, he was the same way in community. He was kind of like a he like he was a oh gym God, rap. He was in community. He was a gym rap, but he wasn't like you want to go, buff. bro? He wasn't a buff gym rat. He was just like a, like a gym. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and here he was doing this. And I was like, same, kind of the same energy. Kind of the same energy. But like, you can't think about him as just that, you know, scrawny, scrawny kid from the breakfast club. You know, he's. Okay, before. Yeah, before I get to my actual like thoughts, I do want to kind of loop back to Loomis. And this has to go with a few other parts of the movie, too. This was legit the first time I've ever watched a Halloween movie and cried. Because uh, Loomis really got to me. Loomis got to me seeing, seeing Marianne get killed. Got to me. Because you know, she's been in it for four movies now. So same gonna, actress every time. I was going to ask you on that. So when, they, when they're in the bar and they're like kind of and the couple, the, the bartender son of the couple, oh, don't don't mind those people. They're they're friends of Lori. And they're given the flashbacks and like they talk about the flashbacks they had on, on their encounters with, with Michael. Now she said they said Marion had an encounter with him. And maybe it was just too quick, but in her original encounter, was it in the car as well? Yes. That's okay. why that's how that's why they did. had her roll up the window. So he could smash it with his hand again. That was a callback there. Okay, that's what I thought. And I'm pretty sure, and I can't wait till we get it on Blu-ray and stuff so I can pause it and, fr- and analyze it frame by frame. But fun fact, 1978, when they did that scene, the um, Nick Castle, the original Michael Myers, couldn't physically just like slap the window. 
mm-hmm. break it. So they taped a wrench to his hand, like a wrench, like a U-shaped wrench kind of deal uh-huh. to his hand and had him hit at the window. And the wrench is what ultimately broke the window. Right. I didn't know that until about 2015. Interesting. When, when Shout Factory slash Scream Factory released that box set that I have, mm-hmm. they did a countdown for every day until for like 20 days or whatever until the box set was released Mm -hmm. day five was the hand on the window and that's when i first saw like and someone pointed it out in the comments you can see the wrench that they used to break the window and i'm pretty sure they had him do it again for this one yeah because i i felt like when when he broke the window this is like a simple like small callback that like if you notice it, you notice it, but it's not like, a, oh my God, reference. Yeah, because I was like, you know what I mean. I was like, wait, because when they when they showed her, I was like, oh, I was like, this is the callback. Because I, I figured I was like, oh, they're doing it again, because she's locking the windows and everything. Yeah, and they did it exactly like they did. Yeah, because crawled over the top. Because I noticed in the flashback, I was like, dude, why does his arm look so monstrous? Like it, it didn't look human. And I thought the same thing again when he broke the window. And I was like, I felt like I saw like something weird on his arm initially. I was like, so maybe that was the wrench I saw, you know, from the in the in the flashback. But I was like, okay, whatever. But I was like, okay, good call. Good call. Um, yeah, I was, so I was gonna, and I was gonna ask you if that happened. if that happened, if you had that listed as, as a callback. I was gonna ask you if you had that part of it. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Uh, well, I didn't write down a whole lot of references because, like I said, they toned it down. There's like a couple big ones, mm-hmm. but like. The smaller reference, like here, to give you an idea. Okay. Um, the only reference like I said, I was the season of the witch thing, but then again, that's the season of the witch is a big reference. Nancy's death is kind of a reference to the first one about how he originally attacked her. Yeah. Um, Lonnie, Lonnie Elam saying, Oh no, I chickened out and I didn't go into the house. That's a callback to the first one, even though I really wish they would have said something more along the lines of Loomis scared me away from the house, because that's what happened. Um, but to give, to give you like an idea, for 2018, like I said, I wrote down like 15 to 20 references that I picked up, and they're big references, and then there's like the smaller ones, like... Um, God, you're such a nerd. To give to give Joe a good example, since he just watched 2018 today, so there's a, a song playing on the radio. Did you just throw the, your cat, Joe? Please, we're recording a podcast. Don't interrupt Brady. There's a song playing on a radio on the radio when the the father and son that were went hunting, and it's it's the song that Lori sings when she's walking away from the Myers house in 1978. Uh, the lyrics are something along the lines of I wish you I had you all alone, just the two of us. Yeah. Well, David Gordon Green turned that into a real song. Here's the best part about that. Didn't tell John Carpenter that he was doing this. Show John Carpenter a first cut of the movie. Carpenter turned around and goes, That's my song. Because <laughs> he wrote those lyrics. It wasn't a real song. Like he wrote that as part of the script. And he just had He's her like, kind of sing it. That's and had, he, her, had her and kind he, of sing song uh, it. Yeah, and then they turned it into a real song, put it on the radio as if it's a, like an actual song, and surprised Carpenter with that one. That's, that's nice. along the lines of like that's cool. Uh, that's along the lines of like the dudes that edited Ready Player One, throwing in Gremlins and not telling Spielberg they were doing it because when he saw it, he was like, "Why are Gremlins in here all of a sudden?" 
because they didn't tell him they just wanted to throw it in there as a surprise <laughs> but yeah something like that and like the opening credits for 2018 is also a slight reference of in a way that like you see the pumpkin being rebirthed yeah you were talking about that that in the chat the other day and like the h20 like there's the bathroom scenes in the gas station are both a reference to halloween 4 and h20 at the same time but yeah so, so like that my point is, is there's like outright like references in 2018 and there's more subtle toned down references in here but they aren't as like deep cut as 2018 now right. you can kind of say the movie itself is a little tiny bit but david gordon green disagrees here and i kind of do too that the uh plot and tone of this movie is very similar to halloween six as as far as like michael has a power that he's drawn to aka his house and in halloween six that's the whole curse of thorn thing and they're like saying that he's drawn to this curse and david gordon green's like no it's not nothing like that at all i'm like all right yeah that's cool anyway so yes anyway back to where i was though i cried because of marianne i cried because of seeing loomis like threw me off and like seeing these characters back like the the lady who played Lindsay, kyle mm -hmm. richards played Lindsay in 1976 she's a real housewife now like that's what she's famous for she's paris hilton's aunt huh. in real life yeah her dad's like conrad hilton who created hilton hotels right right but yeah um so let me get into my thoughts here can you this movie for me this movie for me is and i, I can understand why is 100 percent going to divide the fan base and divide it really well down the middle of you're really going to love it or you're really going to hate it? I'm conflicted no on the ending. No in between. It doesn't matter if conflicted on ending or not. You're either going to love it and you're either going to hate it. Yeah. No in between. I have a take you're going to hate. I'm not being, I'm not being a suit. I'm not like a super, like I know I'm a super nerd about these movies, but I'm not crazy about them. You know what I mean? So like I can see both sides of this movie. And I can openly discuss without getting angry on either side about why it's really good or why it's really bad. Because there is parts of this movie that I absolutely loved. And there's parts of the movie that I didn't care for at all. Mainly the whole mob scene in the hospital. Like that was that was pointless. unnecessary. Yeah, just a bit. And it dragged, it went on for too long. Um, but overall, I loved it. Like, I just absolutely love this movie and the reason why I can say I absolutely loved it and I'm not saying I don't have a, like any issues with it but the reason why I'm saying I absolutely love it is because yeah sure it's a middle chapter in a trilogy whatever but it excites me to see where Halloween ends is going especially with the cliffhanger of Karen dying now, fun fact, uh, Halloween Ends is going to time jump four years. I, I so, yeah. so Halloween and Halloween Kills both take place on Halloween night in 2018. We're going to get jumped into 2022. So they're going to have to like, 
dialogue what's happened in between the time. I've read a couple things that supposedly they're going to implant the uh, pandemic into it. And I'm like, don't, oh, please. Don't do we don't, don't do need that. Yeah. I don't think we need that. Like, we don't need and it's that not because all. like, I'm not like a, it's not because I'm like, I don't want woke Halloween or something like that. It's just like, it's a horror movie. We don't need yeah, it. Yeah. It doesn't feel like we're in a, it doesn't feel like it's in our universe. COVID kills Michael Myers. No, he's safe. He's wearing a mask for 40 years, bro. <laughs> it only has eye holes and nose holes i'm just saying i do want to say i love the way his mask looked in this one like With just kind of a burn mark in the, in the scarring yeah dude that shit was that shit gave me chills i'm like this is awesome this movie 100 percent was the bloodiest and most brutal entry in the entire franchise without a doubt okay don't don't me cole i know what i'm talking about here no i said okay without a doubt yeah but your face without a doubt but here's the thing i kind of there's one scene i did have an issue with with like the violence and brutality spit it out boy and that was and that was the uh scene the death match scene after he stabbed the lady with the you know the (laughs) the light you know what i'm talking about and then like takes her husband and throws him over like the cutting board and just keep stabbing knives oh into him. yeah 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 like the, his first and you like, could see his first like civilian see, kills like, yeah and you could see that like uh the mpa was like you don't really need to cut it but you need to censor it in a way so that's why it's blurry in the background and they're focusing on the foreground so they could get the stabs in but not have to cut it you know what i mean i was like and, what's he doing i was like is he making art back there jesus it, it makes sense because if you listen to what Hawkins said, where it's like he's a six-year-old boy and the body of a man with the mind of an animal, it does make sense that he would just sit there and be like, because he, he doesn't really know what he's doing. You know yeah. what I mean? Because he's never really like grown up. Right. All he knows is kill. You know, um, kind of, Kind of touch on that real quick, and like I noticed it in the, in 2018 and in this one, just like his his stabbing motion too, it reminds me of like a kid, you know, when they're banging something because like yeah, it's just, like it's just so straight armed, just like just movement at the elbow, but it reminds me of like a kid just kind of like banging something, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just it's so stiff. But I'm like you know, I guess that kind of what like, that, that touches on what. Hawkins is saying, you know, he's, he's a six-year-old. He's a kid, you know, and that's what kids do, you know, just they'll bang something repetitively using the same motion. It's just so stiff. I was, and I said this on my Instagram post yesterday, I didn't see any of this coming and I don't know where it's going, but I'm excited. Like, I knew they were bringing back all these characters like Lee Brackett, and Nancy and Lindsay and Tommy but I and I don't know why I didn't expect this at all really but I wasn't another thing is is I kind of went into this movie not expecting anything Mm -hmm. at all Mm -hmm. so I didn't want to disappoint myself you know what I mean were you just expecting Um, is that where you were that was probably about it I 
I'm okay with Lori taking a backseat in this movie. I really am. I am too. Because it gave it gave Karen her moment before she got killed. And I feel like Um, it gives Allison. He got more to do this time. Well, it also gives Allison the push to have a Karen moment in Halloween ends because I, I, I may be wrong here. And David Gordon Green has. So the Halloween end script is written and completed. Um, yeah, they were supposed Curtis to. They were supposed to. F- it's gonna piss people off. Like she. So Just, hold on. Uh, they were supposed to film them back to back. Well, actually, originally they were supposed to film this and Halloween and Halloween Kills back to back, but they decided not to. And then it was only supposed to be two movies, and then turned into a trilogy. And then, uh, one draft has been finished, but David Gordon Green literally as soon as like two days ago announced that he rewrote a new he rewrote a new draft with a twist ending that only he knows about and he's uh waiting on john carpenter's notes and they're going to start shooting in january for the october pretty much a month from now is when they're going to release it i don't feel like the finale needs a twist ending like give me a fucking finale but here, no, that's the thing. It, I'm 99% sure that like this, when David Gordon Green raps on this, on Halloween ends, that's it. Until someone else reboots it five years down the road. Well, yeah, that's what I'm no saying. More. We don't need a twist ending. Like leave it as is. But it, he might literally do, he could mean twist like they kill each other and that's how the story ends. That, that's fully what I'm expecting to happen in all honesty. I'm expecting an Avenger, honestly, I'll say it right here, and I, I hope I'm right, to be honest with you, but I'm expecting an Avengers endgame moment where all the women get together and fight. Because here's the thing, Karen's dead, clearly. She ain't coming back. Allison isn't. Lori isn't. Lindsay Wallace isn't. I thought Lindsay uh, is she the only one that nope. didn't die? Lindsay? Yeah, she didn't she die. was put in a she was put in a wheelchair and taken to a hospital. To she, the hospital. She was hiding underneath she was hiding underneath that tree. You're right. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I feel like they played on the th- three generations thing with this one, but I feel like ultimately it's gonna come down to Lori's gonna end 40 years of trauma. Same with Lindsay. By facing and him. then Allison and mm-hmm. Allison's going to end her, which for her entire family essentially, yeah, for her parents and her grandma. She's going to avenge her parents and help her grandmother, you know, just avenge and her. If wife. we have like a, if we have like a long drawn out scene of, of literally just the three girls like Death Proof killing Michael Myers, um, and if you haven't seen Death Proof, just look up like the scene where they kill Kurt Russell because it's absolutely hilarious. It's literally they keep pushing him back and forth and just punching him. Like the one chick punches him and he turns around and another chick punches him and he turns around and another chick punches him and he turns around and another chick punches him. And eventually one of them just stabs him in the face and that's how the movie ends. I want a no, I want I want a Matrix Revolutions uh, standoff first. I want oh, where all the agents line up. Or like I want I want Michael to be Mr. They the all agents. like fly into each other and to turn be the agents. And Lori's just there like. Mr. Myers. (laughs) No, man, I'm 
Honestly, you know what? I'm glad hope? we. I'm glad we get it next year. Yeah, because I I wouldn't want to wait too long on this one. Like no. you have that, you have that, you kind of have the build up on it. You know, write it out, finish it up. And here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. This again, people are going to love it. People are going to hate it. There's no in between, in my opinion. You're going to love it. You're going to hate it. But here's the thing: the movie is called Halloween Kills. If I went into this movie and I got almost two hours of Lori having PTSD in a hospital bed and no brutality at all, I would have hated it. But because it's literally a movie where Michael Myers just goes batshit crazy and starts murdering people. That was good. Here's Here's the other thing about this movie, especially about, I think it has to do with David Gordon Green's like take on it too that I love and this goes for both 2018 and this one so you have like 1978 and you have Halloween 2 through Resurrection and all that they cast terrible characters and tropes and the whole purpose of the slasher movie in the 80s and even the early 90s with the exception of Scream is that you root for the killer yeah yeah you don't root for the characters you don't get invested in the characters because every character is the same the stoner the jock the slut the douche the annoying friend that they just happen to bring along who's fat and funny sometimes you know what i mean mm-hmm. and you don't give a shit about any of those characters you really don't at all you're just you're there to watch them get murdered you give a shit about these characters yeah. And so when they finally get to that scene where Karen, which by the way, this was amazing, her with the mask and then tricking him to get to the thing and then just like just beating the hell out of Michael there. Yes. Like when they finally get to that scene, first off, I started with uh, like, I cheered. I literally cheered in that scene when Lee Brackett goes, Hey, Michael. It's Halloween. Everyone's entitled to one good scare. I was like, Gah! I was like, let's like, go, I, man. Like, it was let's amazing because that was that was his line. Yeah, that was his big line in Halloween. So when they got to that, I was like, oh, uh, when they get to that scene, scene where everyone is just beating Michael to death, like that was when I was like, he really did not make this movie to make you cheer. For Michael Myers, he, the movie is about collective trauma in that town, and this is the catharsis of it all right here. Is everyone okay. getting together and getting a hit in, right? Even Karen, even Karen, and that was that was that was a stab for her childhood right there. That wasn't a stab for her mom, or her husband, or anything like that. It was strictly a hundred percent a stab for you ruined my childhood. Yeah right in the spinal cord <laughs> and i that oh, that scene that scene was so good i can see why people are not going to like that scene i absolutely love that scene i thought it was a good scene i was like that's that's pretty cool because yeah it was everything especially it when was... they started out with lee Brackett saying his line like as soon as he i literally he said you know his one title the one good scare i was like yeah and i looked over i was like i'm sorry <laughs> i feel like if it if they didn't have the mob scene at the hospital like that would have built it built that scene up for me even more so because they were it was like you know everything was coming to fruition for them and they were they were getting their chance to take a stab at michael 
you know, both figuratively and literally. Um, but you know, they because you know they they finally outsmarted him. It kind of felt like when they captured him in, in the very first one, you know, with the police, you know, outside the house and stuff like that. And then they they kind of you know beat him to a knee. But this you know this time it's more chaotic because it's just it's it's the residents of the of the town doing it, and not the police. But yeah, like that, yeah, that scene, and then. I thought the scene was great, and I was yeah. like, "Man, that's like I feel like it made the it made the mob scene just feel more out of place because they went from chaos to you know focused and uh, concentrated like team and working together." The other thing about that scene, um, and this is again, this was an interview I saw with David Gordon Green. Someone asked him if some of the character, returning characters will return in Halloween Kills. Clearly, Lindsay Wallace will, I think, because yeah. she's not dead. But I don't think Lee Brackett's dead either. You, I mean, you see him get cut like this, but you don't see him dead. You don't see him die. There's, there's, a, there's a definitive, and, and they could be throwing me off too, but there is a definitive final blow to Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, the kill shot. Well, like with the other people, he's gonna be reincarnated as Paul Rudd for the next one. <laughs> I would love it. I don't care if they retcon. They don't. They don't even it. acknowledge it. He's hey guys, I'm back. Who are he's you? Re- oh, Tommy. They, no, just, man, they so... just do what they did with Rhodey and I in the Iron Man movies. <laughs> I'm Don Cheadle. I'm an actor. <laughs> no, man. So yeah, I I absolutely love it. I'm excited for three or ends and i as a fan it david gordon green has took this thing made it his own with, with differently than what rob zombie did it has like the it. brutality of a rob zombie movie has the atmosphere and the feel of a carpenter movie well because he and has it, the right people around him too Exactly. That's what I was about to say. And I don't Sorry, think it okay. would work if he didn't have Carpenter but, around him. If he didn't have Carpenter and if he didn't have, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis helping produce it and everything. I feel like he just, you know, he has all the right people. And the fact that he's bringing back the older folks that kind of, you know, you, I'm sure they're given an opinion too, you know, to make to, to feel what to make it feel more right. Yeah, like it's, he's really onto something here with it. I, I'm excited to see how he he ends it I, with the name like Halloween ends and him adamantly saying when we wrap I'm done with this is the franchise it. and yeah. it's it's not because he doesn't want to do it that's here's the other thing it's not because he doesn't want to do it he himself has said if they let me I will keep playing with these toys and I don't want to do that to the fans or myself as a fan he just, just wants to it'll kind of become too much to end it yes and I'm, I love that he's willing to go there and say, this is ends and this is how it's going to end. And we're going to have a definitive end until someone decides to reboot it down the road. And to be honest with you, I hope it's a good 10 to 20 years before that happens again. And, you know, I think that's my biggest gripe about. Like, and I'd be fine with it not happening for a while. I think that's my biggest gripe about all these older horror movies that have so many, so many sequels. I'm like, there's no. And like, I feel like they just take it to weird places. You know what I mean? And it's just like, you know, give me, give me some definition. Give me, you know, have your arc. 
you know, give me a cut and end. So I'm glad he's doing it that way because yeah, he can, he can keep going all day, but I feel like what he has now is, is really strong. So to just kind of say, okay, I'm done here. Like you're, you're leaving at the right time instead of just burning it out and just making it like the, all the other ones. And it's, you know, the, the quality of it just starts to fade away over time. So I'm glad he's cutting it off after three movies. Yeah, totally. I, yeah. yeah, I think he's. I do have a feeling Michael might talk in Halloween ones. I was expect. I was expecting to fully see his face. I know we kind of saw it, but I was fully expecting to see his face this time. They did so well with that because when they showed like the, tr- the the clip on the TV of like the two escaped inmates, they showed the guy that eventually jumps off the building. Right, but I they blurred. they do the foreground background thing that they did in like with his first civilian kill, where they blur Michael's face and focus on Tommy instead because even they don't know what his face looks like. They did that in, in 2018 as well. Like when he, yeah, when he's at the, at the gas station, you see him in the background, but they're focusing on the, the guy pumping gas in front of you. You see him in the background. He's, he's walking around and stuff like that. I was, I like just the, like the hints that of what scene we're seeing with the kids in the park. And they're like, yeah, there's, there's, there, there's this dude yeah. playing hide and seek with us. Oh, oh he's right there, and he just walks out like so. dumbass kids. And they're like, they're just like, yeah, fuck that guy. Hey, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> no man, uh, yeah man, I that's all I gotta say about that. Like, I know Cole's like, I wonder if he's gonna. I know both of you are probably like, I wonder if he's gonna hate it or he's gonna love it. Like, I know you guys are probably right in on what I would say here. But I thought you really enjoy it, and like, I did, I just want to get into it. Like it. Yeah. After I saw it, I thought, oh, great. it wasn't, and it wasn't a matter of like, I can't even like sit here and nitpick it. And it's not because it's not like flawless or anything like that. It's just like he, David Gordon Green and all, and Danny McBride mm-hmm. did really, really well with this movie. And it, it, they also toned down the humor of this movie, but there was a couple lines in there that actually like made me laugh out loud. And one of them was when the bartender goes, Tommy Doyle, I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> I love that bartender, man. He was good. Oh, Huckleberry. Hey, so. Two, so you guys, you want to do your points and then we should do my ranking? Or what do we want to do? Oh, uh, well, let, let me give you a couple other things too. So I noticed one thing. And as I, as I thought about it more, as when I was talking about how this movie was more of a transitional movie. Two things. The scene where Lindsay is hiding beneath the tree, like near the water, near that to the bridge of the park. Total scene from Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. When the boys are hiding. Yeah, I'm done. When the, hob- quit this podcast. when the hobbits no, are hiding. No, when no. the hobbits are hiding underneath the tree. No, there, no. And the ring wraith shows up. I am so bored. shows up. He's sniffing around. He's like, he's, you know, he's sniffing around looking for them. And, and it's just, it's the same energy. Oh no, she's you hide, have a heart on for dollars. Hi, she's okay. hiding beneath the tree the way the way the hobbits were. He's standing around like she's around here somewhere. And right after she's the here. Sam Frodo suck fest. Then she then he leaves. And you know what? This movie is a transitional movie. You know what else was a, tra- a tra- You know what else was a transitional movie? Volcano. The two towers. We had freaking chaos at Helm's Deep. And we're, you know what? We're moving on to the final battle. We're going to have chaos on this podcast. We're moving on to the final out. battle. Halloween Kills is is their two towers. No. It was, tra- it was transitioning from chaos no, to the final battle. Mm-hmm. This was fun. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You could even say it was on like the ending was almost like uh, the Dark Knight. You know, Batman takes his licks. And he's like, I'm gonna go, and they give the over the the over narration speech of why he you know he's the hero we deserve. That's Laura giving her narration, and then we see we see Karen in the house, and then she dies. Same energy. Enjoy your lifetime uh, supply of freaking. Book it. Book it. I'm gonna have you committed. I can't wait till we watch those movies. We're not gonna watch them. So what was your next point? He doesn't have any points. He just wants to jerk off thinking about Lord of the Rings. God. This is a family show, Joe. Probably. I don't know at this point. I doubt it. Nobody watches it. Nobody except Joe and his grandmother watch this. Oh, please. Oh, let me bring out the the numbers and everything for them. I'll do it. You know, honestly, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. What to numbers? <laughs> what numbers? I just, like just how like how good this movie like award wise. How many people watched it? We're we're gonna we're gonna watch these movies next year, boys. Whatever. Numbers. Anybody like else have any other points? Joe's a dumbass. Um, That's my final point. I meant about the movie. No, no, I'm good. I'm thinking. Thinking. Go ahead and give your ratings because I've got to deal with some shit. Overall, we. I, cat I, wants to be on this podcast. Okay, hang on. My cat wants to give a take real quick. Come on, Freddy. Give a take. That's him purring. Is that okay. Lord of the Rings is ass? Thank you, oh, cat. That was my cat purring. Uh, Freddy. Uh, I give the movie about an eight. Okay, cool. I give it. I'd, I'd also give it an eight. Eight point five. Good score. Uh, like music wise, I mean, good score. Like honestly, uh, I would man, say one of his best. Let me tell you, I want to like I wanted to order the score beforehand, but like I I can't bring myself to order the score. I'm so salty right now, dude. I'm so salty right now, dude. I was gonna go to the record store earlier. Um, but they didn't have their new releases for the week up yet on their Instagram. And so I just put in my email for like when that, when the record gets in stock mm-hmm. and like literally like 20 minutes later, it was like, boom, it's already in stock. And I'm already halfway across town. We don't even want to drive back that way. I'm like, Fuck. you know, you I know? really, I really hate like lately all the movies I want to buy scores of the scores come out first. I'm like, I don't even know, you know. They only released like three singles for it and waited until today to release it. And I was but like, like, that's cool. They had to pre-order. Like, remember when, when we when I showed you that that, that black and white pre-order at that real artistic looking version of it? Yeah. Like, I was like, I wanted to hop on it, but I was like, I don't even know if I'm going to like the, the score. And they're like, I knew, I'm sure I would because it's John Carpenter, but I'm like, am I going to like it or stuff like that? I, I don't like trying to, you know, I don't like buying a soundtrack blind if I haven't seen the movie yet. And that's my, I guess it's my biggest gripe because with vinyl, they do it. They pre-order before like the things come out because it takes a while for the fucking vinyl to be ready and everything. Especially right now too, with all like the, like the uh, resource slowdown and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I saw in a video of record, like based video uh, a couple days ago that like some insider told this guy some information that it's looking like, will pretty much be in like a record slump, like slowdown and like resource wise and all that. Mm-hmm. Literally until this time next year. I'm not surprised. 
I felt like ever since there was that that major fire at one of the the vinyl manufacturing plants, like shit's been just downhill from there. And then the pandemic right. built it up. Yeah. All right, let's get All right. So let's get let's get the rankings out and then we can close this out because I gotta go do family stuff and Cole's gotta go do family stuff. <laughs> oh, but I got like another hour of, of, of other takes, man. I got I got other movies I watched. I watched Poltergeist. I watched Event Horizon. We will get back. We will get back uh back next week, hopefully, knock on wood, with Tyler. Hey, the Fletch. Don't right. forget to so, tell him this time. Tyler, how do you guys want me, me to, how do you guys want me to read this ranking? Real quick, Tyler, this is me telling you don't forget about next week when you hear this episode. He doesn't listen to this shit. Shut, he listens to this. He listens yeah, to this. Yeah, he's the only one. Okay, he's the only, he is the only one. He listens to this. All right. So do you guys want me to re- refresh you of my ranking from 2018 or what? No, you're uh, good. Go. No, no, no. Give, give, give us a refresh real quick. Okay. Just from just bottom to top? Yeah, top, bottom top. Okay. Rob Zombie 2, Rob Zombie 1, Halloween okay. 5, Resurrection, 6 Producers, 2, Tie between four and three, Halloween eighteen, Halloween H twenty seventy eight. That's the refresher. Gotcha. As of twenty twenty one, how do you want me to do this? Bottom top. Sure. Yeah. Are you doing? You're doing the whole franchise, like all movies from the franchise, right? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Definitive ranking. I don't know why I had top five, and I was like, he said more than five. <laughs> all right. So bottom to top. Rob Zombie two. Rob Zombie 1, okay. 5, Resurrection. And keep in mind, this is because I just rewatched this, so this is easier to make this. Resurrection, 6 Producers, 2, 4, 3, Kills, 2018, H20, 78. Wow. And the reason I will tell you right now, where was Kills in that H- again? Kills is top four. Top four. Okay. Number four, to be exact. Okay. And I will tell you the reason why. The reason why H twenty is number two for me, is because literally sixteen years ago this week was the first time I ever saw it in the the movie that started it all for me. Sixteen years ago this week was Halloween H twenty. Okay. Fair enough. Oh yeah, I'm glad we got to record this literally day of this movie coming out. This was I'm so glad it was on Peacock that I got to go home and start it all over again. It was on. I'm the gonna cock. watch it like three more times. I'm gonna go watch it like three more times. But thanks for doing this. Thanks for. I'm glad both you guys enjoyed this. Yeah, because yeah. I was really worried about like you guys. Like I could I could see why Joe would hate it or why Cole would hate it for certain reasons. And no, like I like, said, it, it really will split down the no, middle, was, and I. I'm it sure you guys can see why. It was good. I wish Honestly, Paddington like, was in it more often. Yeah. Also, like I, I like I had, I didn't hate anything, like any of it. Like I enjoyed it, but like you know, I guess us compared to you, we're more casual fans of of Halloween, and you're more strict to it. But like, I enjoyed it because, like I said, I see it as a, I see it as a transitioning movie, leading and a to what, movie. Yeah, it's. It's just leading to a transition to what's to be an even better ending. Well, what's what should be a better ending? It just yeah. needed more Paddington. I really liked the part where he burned the master print of Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fuck you, Joe. <laughs> and that's our show. That's Goodbye. our show. <laughs> Bye, guys. Yeah, have a good night. <laughs>